live with me, Hamlet, running on uh, nothing. <laughs> Hi, kids. running on caffeine in a dream. Hi, the caffeine. <laughs> I I should have I should have I hit a wall at um hit a wall at about two, so I had my caffeine. PM. Usu- usually, I usually my caffeine, um, because I am a two two coffee a day person. Like two times sure. in the day, because that's two that's, times, not two cups. No, baby. I'm no, at ten. We, we do an early morning, and then we do a mid afternoon because the mid afternoon right. gets you the rest of the work day. What's What's sad is that when I make coffee in the morning for my office, no I'm the only one it. that drinks it. But I and everyone likes it because either they're just like making sure that I'm not being, um. Making sure they're they're being sensitive, I should say. But so, and then I end up finishing most of the pot that I make for the whole office. So then you're wired. How long do you drink that all day long? Yeah. Just yeah, so no. bad for my teeth. It was, teeth is the least your worries. Your, your <laughs> stomach is bleeding. <laughs> That's for my doctor to The t- teeth are to easier to fix than stomach lining. Hmm. I, I what about decaf? It's the caffeine has nothing to do. I'm saying coffee, the acidity and all that stuff is not good for for the insides. Not. I'm not even talking about. What about, like, what about the tequila lime I'm having right now? No, that's that's great for the insides. Yeah, that's what I thought. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 Um. No. Uh. Yeah, just a long day. So I think, you know, I'm not drinking right now, but I am positive I'm going to sound a bit loony. Because you know how they say, like, when you drive, um, if you are running on no sleep and you're driving, you might as well be drunk. Well, honey, I might as well be drunk podcasting honey, today. Baby. Honey, mama. <laughs> honey, mama. <laughs> um, but we have so much scary shit to talk about today. What a uh, wild two episodes of Housewives. and Wild um, and racist. Yeah, quite great, quite racist. Um, and uh, we have some exciting guests today. We have Abby and Vanessa uh, from Real Moms of Bravo, uh, the podcast, also the uh, Instagram account. Um, they're moms, they're real, and they watch Bravo. A twist, <laughs> a twist. Um, but before we get to that, uh, let's talk a little ratings, right? Yeah. Yeah. We love a rating. We love a five-star rating. We do. And remember, at the top of each episode, we read a review as a way to encourage our listeners to write a review. Um, so please do that. Uh, five stars. Five. Once again, we haven't said this in a, we haven't said this in a minute. Five stars. And you can write something rude as long as it's five stars. Yeah, Hashtag yeah, yeah. Um, we, yoga girl. <laughs> <laughs> again, we um, only read five stars and we will read a rude five star review. Right. If you're tuning in for the first time to Dumpster Dive, I apologize. For what? But for us talking coffee and tequila, it sounds like. <laughs> oh, we talk, we talk it all, baby. <laughs> Honey, mama. <laughs> mama. <laughs> um, no, but we have a really great review today And I know last week I read a review from someone I know And this week is going to be the same um, <laughs> I promise I'm not gun to head people um, But uh, these people are just out of the goodness of their hearts Supporting me and Kix, a friend So, Comma, a today friend. We have uh, Garnfet is their name uh, And 
<laughs> the title of the review <laughs> is I forgot Kix was a world class rock climber. <laughs> okay, um, so listeners, viewers, all of the above, this wonderful soul has known Tom and I for um I'm gonna say twenty nine years and I'm twenty seven. <laughs> Yeah, and she's twenty. Yeah, I bet I. <laughs> I bet I. No, no, no. I bet it was when. I bet it was when mom was pregnant with you, so I was three. So probably twenty seven years. I've known. Well, no, Garnet wasn't born then. No, she's. I've known her brother us. for twenty seven years. Her maybe yeah, twenty six yeah. years. Um, but yeah, the old childhood friends who we haven't really we haven't like corresponded in a while, and we've started to correspond again because of the podcast. Because I didn't realize because we like you know, life happens and colleges happen and, and she watches the trash. And so I, I didn't know that about her until we started the podcast and I saw she was so active all over, uh, the pod, uh, Instagram. And I was like, Oh my God, Garnet, you're a dumpster diva as well. You're a diva. a well, DD pod Garnet lady. writes, uh, I've been a Hamlet stand since Tom and kicks starred in the Creekwood drag show. Would you like to elaborate on that kicks? Um, we did drag in a church production. Continue. Uh, parentheses, you know, you have a talent where you can upstage a grown man in chaps, whipping a stuffed horse on a church stage. Okay. <laughs> That's something to digest on a different day. Now I've blocked that out. <gasps> Is it coming back to you? No, it's back. I'm saying I blocked okay. it out until, t- until this, right, right, right. the words crossed. Um, Honestly, I, it's not that I blocked it out. I just truly forgot. No, who did it again? Um, I'm not going to say his last name. Chuck is yes. his first name. Yes. yes. Another a, another act at this church talent show was <laughs> a grown man in leather chaps riding through the audience of children, um, whipping a uh, a play horse through through yeah. chil- while children are watching and. Clapping. I just want to be clear that um, this church brought Tom and I so much fucking joy and R- and, so ru- and rumors much- are true. This church it, it was called Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> yeah i mean church honey is what in parentheses so. <laughs> no it did gay pride we would have never met garnet if we hadn't gone to yeah. church there honestly you know? it is gay right actually what what i will say about creekwood while we're slowly getting through this <laughs> review um is that uh we belong my parents belong to a church that is very pro lgbtqia plus we have a female pro pastor black, pro trans and pro so pro that. that lots of people hate them in the in the town because they are too liberal so just just to preface this organized religion you know again we <laughs> yes um okay so let's keep going um and i am zero <laughs> percent surprised that these two are crushing the podcast game while these chats may be about trash the content is far from it and the guests are elite the perfect listen for when I want to throw my work computer into the sun. <laughs> I do want to hear more talk on the challenge because I too recently binged almost every season and I want to be TJ Lavin when I grow up. Oh. Anyway, proud to know y'all and I can't wait to see where this platform takes you. Oh, Garnet, oh, so sweet. I miss a you, Garnet. Beclamped. Yeah, kind of me too. Yeah. So we're going to keep moving on. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Um, but you too, if you um, write something like that, can uh, get kicks hear kicks clamped. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, but seriously, thank you, Garnet, and thank you everyone who's written reviews. We're up to 112 reviews on Apple. I think that's pretty good, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would love to hit 200 by our year mark, which our year mark will be uh, in October. So we have time. 
No, yeah, but I, I'm, gonna... no, but I'm still saying like 88 reviews in in that period of time is is not is is a goal. I feel like, don't you think? Sure. So happy to, happy let's to. do it, baby. If you're listening to this and you're like, I've never written a review, we'll download Apple Podcasts. Borrow your taxi driver's iPhone and download mm-hmm, Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm, do mm-hmm. what you need to do, okay? Yeah. And without further ado, we are going to move on to our recap uh, portion of the podcast. We are covering Beverly Hills, New York with the women of Real Moms of Bravo. We will back in one second with both those ladies. <laughs> Okay, and we are back uh, with the two faces and voices of Real Moms of Bravo podcast Instagram account. Uh, you can follow Abby and Vanessa at uh, Real Moms of Bravo on Instagram. Uh, they are covering Housewives. They have a Patreon where they are covering Shaws of Sunset, and uh, they've been around since what, like 2019, 18, right? 18. Wait, 2018. I have to remember how old my youngest kid is, and then I can do the math. So what? I, so my sad, point is, there's a backlog, 20, so t- you have a lot to listen yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ladies, <exactly>. welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. We're so excited. And this voice, this is Vanessa speaking, and the nasally one is Abby. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that like sometimes when I've listened to a podcast for so long, and I'm like, wait, I have no clue what these people look like. And then you look them up on YouTube because so, sometimes I like to look up them on YouTube so I can hear and see them talking. So mm-hmm. I know, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just like intimidated because we're so you... much more beautiful than you expected. You took the words out of yeah. my mouth. Yes, no, you you yes. ladies are beautiful. <laughs> oh my, I like, I'm like sweating post uh, bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> With the kids. So we really are moms. That's the, we've been asked. What if that was the we twist? <laughs> Yeah, I always seem like we're really not. We're just lying to everyone, gaining the hearts of moms everywhere. Yeah. Wait, so tell everyone just like how the podcast started. I know you all have been friends for a long time. So all all that stuff. Vanessa, you go. So, yes. yeah, you guys should see Abby and I just pointing at each other. You'd probably get a chuckle. Anyhow, so Abby and I started in fall of 2018. We've always loved Bravo. Our friendship kind of bonded over Bravo. We've been friends since college. Went to University of Missouri, go Tigers. And uh, we always like would gossip and chat housewives. And um, at the time, Two Judgy Girls was a very popular, not still is. <laughs> it's a like, very okay, popular drag podcast. Two Judgy Girls. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. No, 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 no shade, no shade. Oh God, but... podcast for. <laughs> No, no shade, but two judgy girls of two judgy. <laughs> no, no, no shade, but yeah, they they were around, and you know, we we're like, oh, maybe we should start a podcast. But there's already a Bravo podcast, and you know what? And then we're like, you know what? People can't get enough of true crime. There's a million true crime podcasts. Like, there's an audience for That's everyone. A good point. So we're like, let's do our own thing. Let's put our spin on it. We'll talk motherhood. We'll talk housewives. We've all we like joke and say because we're in our mid-30s that we're og of bravo watching we've been there from the beginning and um yeah so we kind of started it and it's been a really fun ride and we're really competitive um and really (laughs) have made it kind of like a (laughs) part-time job uh really went all in and it's been so much fun we've gotten to connect with you guys and just meet the best people and just talk our favorite thing which is bravo yeah isn't it fun how like I say I've said this ten thousand times, so I'm sure the listener will skip ahead to like thirty seconds to a minute. But isn't it fun how like all when you have guests on and 
you're talking about these shows, oftentimes, especially in COVID, we're not meeting in person and we don't really know them, but we get the opportunity to just like talk and we have a, we have a language that we can share for an hour plus like, and it's, it's, it's so cool, right? It's great. We love our internet friends. It's funny. I'm sure you guys feel the same way when you talk to your friends about this and you know, you're like, yeah, like for instance, we're going, um, in the, the summer, we're going to a bachelorette party for Lucy on the ground who we've met once before. Awesome. Yeah. We love her, but we talk, but describing it to your friends. So I'm going to this bachelorette party and who is this? Oh, it's my internet friend. I met her once. They're like, you've met her once and you're going to her bachelorette party. I'm like, it'll be fine. We text all the time. Like, It's very 90 day fiance. Yeah, like, like, yeah like, it's totally yeah, normal. Totally, totally normal. Yeah. But that's how I feel about the Bravo bubble. Like it's a small no, little bubble. Sure. It's a we community all too, for sure. Like even if people disagree, yeah. it's like, that's what makes Bravo so fun. It's like, I can love a housewife and you can hate them, but we still like share the same passion for the show. Yeah, no, absolutely. It, it's a blast. Mm-hmm. It's, it's our sports, yes, you know? Exactly. <laughs> As two people that have sports um, attire on. Yes. I, I could change. I have some. Um, no, Vanessa, I love the point you made, though, about true crime, because that is so true. It's mm-hmm. with, like, there, there, there are, there's true crime, like, conventions now. Or, yeah. like, people and and also Tom. they're talking about there's bravo yes. convention no, i know but sometimes i love true crime just like the rest of those whores but i <laughs> i sometimes when you like take a step out of it and you're like wait so there's a whole community that is built on top of um the death of others it's like weird <laughs> to a- say like when people are like oh i'm really into true crime I'm like so you're into murders like you enjoy right. hearing about murders which is fine i'm not judging but like right drag yeah. me I, it's, it's really weird. I also I, get into it too. Like I'm more of the TV show same, murders, yeah. not so much the podcast murders. Same. But I mean, I get really into it. Oh, I'll watch every shitty. Yeah. yeah I'll watch every shitty Netflix uh, true crime doc. It doesn't matter. But there's, okay. Tom. Yes. People are being killed and that is a problem. And that's what is weird about it because it's like, right. I'm confused because people are like, Oh, there's Bravo podcasts. There's so many. Like you see, there's so many different accounts that we are friendly with and follow. But it's like, at least we're talking about. We're not talking about dead yeah. people. Yeah. <laughs> our characters, our characters are alive. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they may scam that, old people crime. out of all their money, but they don't kill them. You know. But they don't kill them. Yes, and they may have. They may be going to jail, Jen Shaw, but they. We don't know actually. She's going but to they jail. have. Not I think we all know time. she's going to spend some time in there. Oh yeah, she's in some in the clink. Yeah, clink. I know. I, I always think of the ground. <laughs> no, the clink, clink. clink. <laughs> yeah, when yeah, when Karen was like clink. clink. <laughs> um, well, so before we jump into our shows, uh, we have to ask both of you um, the question of the pod. Um, and, uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll have Abby go first. And so that question is what reality TV, what reality TV star, um, it does not have to be Bravo. It's, it's anything, uh, made you a dumpster diva. And we say dumpster diva as, as our fellow trash aholics. I love it. Uh, yeah. Where, where, where did, where was your well, journey? I'll say I did my toe in with Queer Eye for the Straight Guy when I was like, younger the original one Mm -hmm. not the new one for any like really young people listening there was one before the netflix one um (laughs) but what really i went all in was laguna beach it came out 
my senior year of high school. So I'm aging myself, but season one. So oh I just God. felt like this. Con- what a perfect it was amazing. time. And then the OC, yeah. the TV show was going like, it just, I was obsessed with it. Lauren Conrad was like my girl, even though I still love Kristen Cavallari, which explains why I always love people at odds in housewife shows. Like it's mm-hmm. like my favorite thing, but that really after that, and then it spun into the Hills and then real housewives of OC kind of piggybacked off of all of this OC right. Laguna beach, the Hills. Yeah. That whole genre was all in this little this, area yeah. of the United States of America. Isn't that funny? It's so crazy. And that's like what really blew it up. And so that is what like got me into it. So then when housewives started, I was all in, but it's weird. Some people might not realize like, so there was housewives of orange County. And then there was like a several year gap before they did another season. And then they did New York and it, I think they weren't sure if it was actually gonna take off. And after that, I was just all in. And now I watch every single Bravo show there is. I have a vivid, I have a vivid memory of on a friend's MySpace in high school. Okay. You know how you, on MySpace, you could like, first of all, MySpace, we were fucking coding ladies. No, like okay? you, we really <laughs> were. Like, I was thinking about that, like you to change like your background and to like make it like right. fun yeah. font that like, would sparkle. You're like, yeah, let me just do a quick little uh, arrow embed. I'm like, the, you know, the, the meme of the woman who's on the computer yeah. like, typing, like that's like me, like zits like popping on my face, like in eighth grade. Picking your top like, friend. And then me over, <laughs> yes. me over Tom's shoulder because I wasn't allowed to have a MySpace, mm. yeah. but it still had one. Sorry. Sorry, mom she knows but um so i was like tom that 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 yeah. that, that and then i would like hide the music that was playing because i didn't want anyone to know what songs i like <laughs> really oh yeah you could hide. but i wanted the songs to play oh, okay okay interesting no but what i was gonna say though is i have a like a there was a high school like there was like an upperclassman in high school but that was so cool that was like in theater and uh cory Belaris, she's now a very famous stage she stage manages dancing with the stars now oh, wait, i'm gonna is, go like, look her crazy. up but yeah so Corey Belaris, I remember like a, a shout out to Corey Belaris. I'll send this to her actually. Um, I remember going to her MySpace page and I looked and she had like of her t- television show interest, Real Housewives of Orange County. And I was like, what is that? Like, I didn't know what it was. I'd never heard of Bravo before. And I remember like being, I remember being like, okay, if I like need to be cool, like I need to like know what that is. And I just like you, I don't know why that, that memory like just came to me, but I like remember that so vividly. Um, I've never heard that. I just remembered it. I didn't make it up. I literally just like kind of had forgotten about it. I'm not saying you did. (laughs) I love the dynamic between the two. I know. I know. It's so fun. (laughs) Sorry, that, that's a tangent. We, we, we use housewives, uh, as a platform to just talk about, um, not housewives. So, so we'll, we'll be tangenting for a little bit, but our favorite thing, like all of a sudden we're like, why are we talking about like random mustards and we started with talking right. about housewives but it happens okay okay but i do have something to say i love mustard, mustard. Okay, what this is okay have you seen the trend that's going around okay tom how many minutes are we into this podcast i tried it with the watermelon it's disgusting yes abby it's, yes wait what so, i know what you're talking okay, about lizzo, lizzo reposted something on tiktok Come for me in the comments because I talk about TikTok every episode. She posted that there's a trend going where you put mustard, like a lot of mustard on a watermelon. It's supposed to be like Like French's yellow mustard. Not like a horseradish yeah, like or like really mustard. like, yeah. Or grape poupon. Yeah, not a grape poupon. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's terrible. Did you try it? No, absolutely. Well, now not. I want to try. You it, should okay. try it. And I'm like now I'm like mad I didn't film it because I'm like oh this is say, good. You should have filmed. I'll do it again. It's good it. content, but um it was not good as a snack. 
Is it like a? <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I guess it's not keto. I was trying to think of like a. Yeah. It's very <laughs> not keto. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a a, a fad. I mean, it was like a like a diet fad, but I guess they're it's both TikTok. Yeah, it's TikTok like a TikTok, TikTok diet. Yeah, the TikTok. Not the TikTok diet. Vanessa, before we jump into too much mustard talk, what 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 was your journey uh, with with reality? So mine is very similar to Abby. It was actually Queer Eye, the original. That's what got me hooked. I loved it so much. And then from there, I was really into Project Runway. And it it, this does happen to be all Bravo. Like that's truly what I was always into, but Project Runway, I was really, really into. Um, and then from there, I mean, I was loved the OC. I loved. I wanted to know how rich people live, so I got into Housewives and the OC, and it kind of like spiraled from there. Never, Abby and I are not Bachelor people. Mm-hmm. Never got into it. The trashier, the better. Also, actually, I'm having flashbacks. VH1 was like. Uh, flavor oh my of God. love, yes. Mm-hmm. Rock of love. Mm-hmm. Those shows, I we call we call that the of love cinematic universe. Love. Those <laughs> shows, I'm getting very excited. Like I want to rewatch them somehow. Obsessed with those shows. Recommend. I'm embarrassed to it. Charm so, School. Oh yeah, that was uh, all one. of them. I also oh, I had a weird amazing. TLC phase. I'm like embarrassed to admit it, but I was like into the, like That's the okay. Duggars. I thought like I knew they were crazy. But I was like fascinated. Speaking of true crime. Oh. Okay. <laughs> no, like <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you were gonna say like four weddings. The Duggars. The Doug- well, and Johnny Duggars- plus eight. <laughs> Colin with his glasses was always Again, my favorite. Speaking kid. of true crime. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I like I always knew something was up with him, but I, I was more interested and in, I forget her name began with a, a J, I think, because they all do, don't they? Yeah. Um yes, the one who and unfortunately oh, I know. The one who yeah. you knew <laughs> didn't want to be part of all of it uh she was like one of the middle-ish older like not quite the oldest i'll have to look her up but i forget all their names but i was more fascinated by her and the cousin do you remember the cousin that was always kind of troubled okay the dad was jim Bob. yes which that's all that red flag number one yeah (laughs) nope that has insurrectionists written all it was bad but yeah i tlc (laughs) had like a phase of like and then they had so many other like my five or 500 pound life i mean they had so many shows that like i don't know why i'd find myself watching them on like a sunday afternoon now we're at like my thousand pounds like sister i mean how big can they get though i mean we're gonna like i feel like they keep upping it I, I know. I think I feel like it's because now they're combining yeah. people. My two thousand pound combining people. Like I don't know. I feel mm-hmm. like this isn't a good trend. The only no, thing I watched was Toddlers and Tears. Oh, that was good too. Iconic. Mm-hmm. Now I I I had a phase where I really liked watching um, Misfortune. So like hoarders. Um, like just people who really got dumb. Please no, Tom. Please no. I thought you were talking about a show called oh. Misfortune. No, I'm talking about like people who just really got dealt a bad hand. You like, did love. Hoarders. I was obsessed with hoarders. I was obsessed with my strange addiction. Oh, oh my, my strange addiction. God. Wait, this is terrible. But in college, we would pregame while watching Intervention. Like we'd be drinking <laughs> to get ready to go out, and we'd be watching Intervention. Abby, is that terrible? Like, what? <laughs> Finally, someone like came in and like was getting ready to like go out with us. Like, why do you guys watch this before you go out? And we're like, why not? And they're like, this is a horrible show to watch before you're gonna go drink. And I was like, oh, it's probably that true. Horrible. Okay, but I do. Bef- <laughs> That's killing me. That doesn't. That sounds like something I would do. Yeah. Actually, you know. In college, you're 21. You know. Yeah. True. 
It's interesting y'all say Laguna Beach because I feel like we've asked many people this question and though like in the past like week, Laguna Beach has been something not only you two have said. So it's just an interesting um, show because honestly, I never thought of it as true reality TV just because like I knew The Hills before first and then was like oh it was a show before the hills and then after the hills ended it was all like yes it was pretty much scripted and all that kind of stuff so i never really really thought about it as like full reality television i mean at the time we thought it was all real. yeah we did like, like we, we realized how and I, fake it is. i think too like being the same ages as them like having a show that like really felt like it was people yeah, they were way richer than all of us, but like they were, you know, their friends were going to go to different colleges and there was a boy they liked that they didn't know how to tell him how that they liked it. You know, like I felt like that was like all very high school-esque stuff. So mm-hmm. being at that yeah. age at the same time, I don't know. It just like, I really related to it. Now, Vanessa, I wanted to say to you though, um, all of the, most of the Of Love shows, VH1 shows are all on Hulu. And some yeah. of them are, some of them are on, because we're, we're covering Flavor of Love on our Patreon right now, the first season. Um, and that's actually on YouTube. Oh my God. All season one. So, but, but, but. Free, all, not YouTube TV. Just free YouTube. Just, just, yeah. it's just free, free YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> um, so there is, there, there are opportunities for you to jump back in. I'm and we highly so recommend. excited. It's the uh, the trashier, the better. That's why oh, I hate the it's, it's not trashy enough for me. I need yeah. trash. Now, what I'll say about Bachelor is that... Um, you can catch our episode coming out on Sunday. <laughs> very reluctantly cover it. But what we love is Bachelor in Paradise, which I actually think you would mm-hmm. enjoy if you like the trash. I jumped into Bachelor in Paradise before I even watched a Bachelor season. Because I was like, I think this is what I'll like. And I... Loved it. And then I I'll, I watched The Bachelor seasons like half-heartedly, but then like B.I.P. is like so good because it's, I need it's to awful. Watch it. Yeah, I will I will give that a shot when it comes back. Yeah. Isn't And it's David Spade, right? That came out. He's going to yes. be the host. I honestly thought that was a joke, but it is real. I mean, I'm kind of in. I like David Spade, so I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it's sure. just, it's random. I, yeah, I'm indifferent. I'm like, this is who we're picking, but I guess they don't have to worry about anyone like trying to hook up with them, so... Like if they pick somebody really hot, like women might go for him instead. That's true. That would be That's kind of true. iconic. And wouldn't that be amazing? That's a good idea. Like actually. a scandal of like a hot guy, and then like the contestants want him instead. I well, used to love David Spade's show like back in the day, and I'm trying to remember what it was. It was like his sitcom. I'm gonna Google this. He's been in a like couple sitcoms myself. that were pretty good back in the day. Yeah, I feel like I'm aging myself so much <laughs> as I talk about this. But David, you guys Spade, aren't much older than me. Well, how old are you? I'm I'm thirty. Oh, well, I'm, I'm thirty five. Yeah, that's not that much older. <laughs> that's like it's sad. That's five years. <laughs> yeah, I know, but in TV years, it can feel like in TV a lot. years. That's true. Sure. That's true. In TV sure. years, sure. just like, shoot me. Oh yeah, that just shoot me. That was oh, good. Oh yes, 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 yes. I mean, he was. He's so funny. I mean, the th- It's mm-hmm. funny though. Humor has evolved, and or or not. Like humor. Sometimes I miss when comedies were just so fucking dumb. Like Ace Ventura. I mean, granted, Ace Ventura has some problematic yeah, storylines in hindsight, yeah. but um, Ace Ventura would never be made today. Just like the like slapstick of it all. Like it's not. It would people would be like, "What is this?" And it, but like, it's so funny. <laughs> but even like, like Dumb and Dumber. Uh, like that. Yeah, dumb and Dumber. Right. Yeah. 
Austin Powers, like all those, all those movies were so funny. Joe Dirt, like wouldn't be oh, made yeah. today because everyone would be like, "What is this dumb movie?" And it's like, <laughs> no, but like sometimes well, things now can they be make dumb. Show, they make movies like Bad Grandpa, and everyone's like, "I'm not seeing that," and it's actually bad. <laughs> and so. there's like I love Melissa McCarthy, but Melissa oh. like Tammy. Like there's a couple movies that kind okay, of fit that yeah. that are dumb. But I Careful, like Careful Vanessa. Oh, no, I my favorite one of my favorite movies is Spy. So no, I love Spy. I <laughs> okay, love Melissa. God. Trust me, I've seen them all. Like she's like my husband makes fun of me because he's like, oh my god, another Melissa McCarthy. But like she does nothing wrong. Yeah. In book. Even the worst ones, like, except yeah. Tammy. Tammy was wrong. Tammy was pretty bad. But again, it was dumb <laughs> and still kind of funny. Did you watch Thunder Forest? That was bad. Yes, that was really, wow. That was really, it. really wow. bad. I didn't finish. Wow! I was, wow. I fell asleep wow. watching that. I love the idea of it, but yeah, it's not good. It was a little too serious. Yeah. yeah. Like, why bad. was it serious? Don't watch it. If you, Don't if you're, it. if it's on your list. Yeah, if you're it. thinking about watching a, a new Melissa McCarthy movie, don't just rewatch Spy. Yeah, Spy. 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 I actually thought was funny though. Speaking of David Spade, the wrong messy. Wasn't okay. I, I wanted to watch is. that because I love Lauren Lapkus. It was. It actually, I really liked it. I would recommend. Yeah. It was a Netflix really one. Yeah, it was funny. Mm-hmm. I watched it on like a plane ride, um, and it was it entertained me. I liked it. It's dumb, but yeah. really funny. Okay, so you sold me. I'm yeah. an easy sell. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> so let's so let's jump into our shows though. So well, we're gonna talk both Beverly Hills and New York today. Um, now I'm gonna let our guests decide which they want to start with. Let's talk. Um, let's do the least fun one first, and then we'll end with the more fun. So New York. Okay. First. So yeah, what do you York. think you're? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Beverly Hills was fun. <laughs> New York was. New York. Wow. Yeah. Um. Who knew that like Sonia would be kind of like the voice of reason ever? Okay. okay. So something I want to talk about Sonia. I had. I'm not. I. 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 I I'm not like an unemotional person. I, I am emotional in my life, but oftentimes. Like television shows, movies, they don't like put me in that place besides Coco. <laughs> Coco <laughs> is the only movie that makes me sob like a baby. But, oh my God. but like so a good. lot can't of even talk about that. So yeah. yeah, we can't bring up Coco. Um, that's like my like like if I if I needed like a trigger like to be in a movie to like cry, just someone like whisper like Coco in my ear and like start crying. <laughs> okay, wait, can we do a Patreon episode with you on Coco? I've watched yeah, it like a thousand times. And, You'll cry. It's okay. I sing, I sing Remember Me to my girls before they go to sleep. And we're going to have to mo- keep moving past that because I'm going to start crying. <laughs> okay. okay. So well, Sonia okay. Morgan. Sonia. <laughs> so what I was going to say, though, is I, I got very emotional with a moment with Sonia. And um, it was a very subtle moment. And I hope everyone noticed it. And if not, go back, rewatch the episode when you're listening to this. Leah had been crying about her um, grandmother in, in Luann's house. They go down to sit and have uh, Garth's lamb curry, which we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that more in depth uh, <laughs> later. And she sits down, and Sonia, in the most sober, like, grounded voice, just looks at Leah, like, in her eyes, literally, and just is like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, oh. I was just, like, so taken aback by it. And she was like, we don't need to make a big deal about these things. You know, like, I feel like everyone's making ordeals, like, about what's going on with you. But mm-hmm. you just know that I love you. I know. You. It was so like, sweet. It was, like, I just wanted to give you I, your space. I was but, like, yeah, it was, like, so sweet. Yeah. This was a good episode for Sonia after a not-so-great episode. I mean, an incredible episode for her, for sure. Compared, maybe it was because she was side-by-side side with 
Luann <laughs> and Ramona, but yeah. No, but she she had the most in she had the most like on point like POV on the whole situation that happened uh, at that lunch. Mm-hmm. You know, she like just immediately in the interview was like. Nothing about Ebony reads like she is angry. She's just trying to make a point. And let her talk. She kept being like, let her finish. It was very yeah. cringeworthy to watch. Yeah, it was and so genuine. Yeah. Sonia, I mean. Sonia was Sonia was definitely genuine. genuine. Yeah. It was honestly just really disappointing. And even the fact that she kicked her out of her house, like it just was really ugly. And I'm actually, I've been kind of stalking Luann's page seeing if she put some sort of statement like Sutton did with Crystal, like in watching mm-hmm. it back, anticipating like backlash, like classic little PR move there. I was kind of waiting for it, but I don't know that we're going to get it from Lou. And it's just kind of like, she just wanted to be heard. You may not fully understand it, but just listen. Like at the end of the day, to be a good ally, to be a, someone who um, is supportive, you just listen. That's how we grow as people. Mm-hmm. We listen. Yeah. And we, and a couple episodes on Roni ago, we discussed that it's like, it's unfortunate because Luann hasn't been so quote unquote, swish, swish, like class heavy. You know, it's like she, in her early days was like, I'm the countess, introduce me as Mrs. Deliceps. And it was like, so ridiculous. And now it's like, she's just Luann and isn't so much about being class new york city like elite and all that stuff and then this episode it was just so like unfortunate to see her take her internal biases to the surface about class and yelling and all the education and it's just like yeah it was yeah and it's and i ha- i don't follow her on instagram i don't know why but i was curious if like she had posted anything mm-hmm. And I she guess didn't. Yeah. Well, I think with Luann. Oh, Abby, go ahead. You've been trying to say something. No, I was just going to say, I just think it's ironic that what triggered her was actually something she said because she claimed she didn't say it was about education, but she did. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for her to watch that clip at the reunion because. <laughs> you think she's going to have that yeah. much self awareness? <laughs> no, but I can't wait for her just to have to see it and be like, yeah, oh shit, yeah. I did say that because right. like she was right. triggered by Ebony saying, I'm the most educated person here. And then. Luann gets all pissed. And like, I get like, I was raised by a nurse. My sister's a nurse. God bless nurses. Like, I think it's amazing. But I don't think you can argue that you're more educated than a lawyer. I mean, there's just a longer schooling. And I just think it's ironic that what triggered Luann and what got her so upset is like, you put that word into the conversation. Right. right. Because in her, in Luann's mind, is what definitely we saw was that she was like, my education is in a diploma and all of that stuff. But it's also like, class and being rich and knowing society quote unquote and all those things i mean a child of the world to borrow from dorit yeah (laughs) a child of the world well so i think there i think we are we have gotten into some real some real darkness with luann that like outside of outside of her her race racism um uh (laughs) what we're kind of getting into which we haven't really gotten into before is i think there is real insecurity with her about like her intelligence about i i think she lives in a like a a caste system almost you know what i mean like i think Mm -hmm. i think she always 
rates people above and below. You know, she's on a show where there are hierarchies. Like she's like, okay, Ramona and I are here. Be- are, oh, this is a pod- this is a podcast. Ramona and I are <laughs> at the top, um, and then Sonia's right underneath us because she came in in season three, and then like beneath mm-hmm. that, like um, at this point, like guests would be Leah. Like like she, I feel like in her life she ranks. You know, because I think that that like. I think she, against all odds, got to be, like, on top in her social circle. And, right. and, here, and it's, it's a way so for her impor- to make sense. It's so important yeah. for her to be the smartest, the best. And that's why she didn't get along with Bethany. Because Bethany, love or hate Bethany, Bethany is like, <laughs> who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, you, who are you in this world? You're not, you're not a businesswoman. You're not, not that that means anything, but that was, that, which is, I think that's a mean thing to say about someone. But, like. Bethany's point it always just like you're just a reality star in the end of it all which ironically mm-hmm. so is Bethany but um but I think that there is just this like like elitism that is so instilled in her from I don't know if it started with her marriage to the count but that education word <laughs> it's it's clearly so it's such a raw place for her what's really interesting in hearing you talk about this Tom is like she gets so upset by the word education and her education, but not upset with Heather, basically low key alleging that she did drugs. Right. Which to me was a larger act. I mean, it's not even apple apples. Like if someone's accusing me right. of doing hard drugs, I'd be so upset. But at the end of that dinner there, she was fine. They were good. The end, it, so the way it was cut, it looked like it was like, truly 15 minutes later everything was good yeah yeah i was like i'm going to bed all right see you later i mean probably gonna shit talk behind your back but we're good face to face so it's just really interesting Mm -hmm. um as i'm like replaying this in my head i i will say and you know race is a thing that i'm glad bravo is addressing and these are real life conversations um that i think many of us have had with people in our lives and um i'm curious to see how the conversation plays out because very often we see the tipping point but we never see the aftermath of Mm -hmm. them having a discussion of, Hey, this was wrong because of X and just having a discussion. No one's being canceled, just having the conversation. So I'm really curious to see how that works. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish that Leah would have stayed to be a part of the conversation. And I know that Leah, that's a whole nother beast because she has like, (laughs) is going through a lot and as people are being assholes to her about this whole like talking about dicks and stuff when Ramona is like also talking about dicks it's like it's like literally so unimportant to this other conversation we're having right now but I kind of wish that Leah was there to have Ebony's back like what I and I so appreciate Sonia and I don't even think that Sonia was really realizing what she was doing being like just let her finish she's right don't say that to her you know it's like she was defending ebony in such a genuine way that she wasn't trying to be pc she was just genuinely trying to be like fair in the moment i think yeah yeah i I, uh, yeah there yeah and then ebony has since said that she is going on a little um social media hiatus and she's going to come back after the like uh the next couple episodes airs and to that i say what the fuck is going to happen next week? Like she alluded to like (laughs) it only getting worse almost. And it's like, what is, what, what, what is next? Like, I I don't know. 
I think Luann asking for an apology in return from Ebony is going to be, it's going to like catapult this into another level where Ebony's really just not going to be able to like see past some of the stuff with Luann mm-hmm. because, you know, like she feels one, she felt like she was interrupted. She was then kicked out of a home for explaining why it hurts for her to be labeled angry because that is a stereotype of black women. And she was trying to explain that. And Luann just like shut it down. It was like, it kind of paralleled some of the stuff Sutton was doing with like, I can't talk about race. It upsets me. I'm like, I think it's really weird for a white person to be saying that only because I mean, being a white person myself, I haven't dealt with anyone really judging me for my race. So I don't think I can really tell someone to like, not talk to me about that. And just Luann kind of did the same thing. And so then to basically be told now, okay, Ebony now apologize to me. I just don't, I don't think that's going to go over well. Mm-mm. No. And she's like, what, what, <laughs> no. what is she apologizing what for? Is, I don't understand. Yeah. What on earth would she have to apologize for? I, I mean, I guess for saying she's more educated, but she, you know, it's like, what is she, she is. Like, these are all facts. <laughs> and like, yeah. I just, I want to say, I said this on, I, uh, I said this with Sarah Galley yesterday. I was on her Patreon um, talking about this episode. So I don't want to make it sound like I'm like saying the same thing 10,000 10, times, but I think it's important to just reiterate again. Um, there's a reason that Wendy Osefo and um, Ebony K. Williams are speaking on their education. And that's because they have had to exist in a world where people say things to them like, oh, you're so articulate and things like that, like microaggressions like that. They live in a world where they have to prove that they are that they belong in a room. They're four degrees mm-hmm. equal one degree in a corporate office uh, compared to that of a white man. You know what I mean? Like they just have to work twice as hard as women they have to work twice as hard and then as black women they have to work twice as hard as that and so i don't think we i i don't think it needs to be a storyline when a black woman or a person of color um or just anyone non-white boasts about their education i think i want more boasting because we we also want more women and men and theys of color and non-whiteness to to look up to someone who has four degrees and know that they can do something like that. Mm-hmm. So there's my soapbox. I'm off. I love that. No, I love, I think that's such a good way of looking at it. I do oh, think it's love so, it. something that I'm a little, so a non-issue of this episode, I'm just going to preface it with that is that Heather was barely in it. Like she was at the lunch or whatever time of day that was. And then I honestly forgot that she was there <laughs> just because of like the edit. They just truly did not show her at all. She was a, basically a prop and very much an obvious storyline. Yeah. Like Leah's takedown, like, what are we going to say to Heather? Like it was very obvious to me that Heather came in as a prop. No, I have a question for um, all the ladies here in the chat. Do we think, I just thought about this. Do we think that they cast her as a friend of after she did the podcast? Or do we think they cast her as a friend of before, like not started the podcast before the art, when the article came out, do you think that was a like plant in Bravo's head to be like, you know, it would be smart is to bring Heather on. So this shit talk could be drama um, in, in front of the camera. Or do you think that like it was pre that? I think it might be a little bit of both. I'm sure they've like contemplated having her come back on. It seems like she's remained friendly with Bravo. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like she went out on bad terms, like other housewives. I'm sure that only made that decision that much, that much easier. 
I don't believe that she and Ramona have remained friendly and that Ramona's like, I just happened to invite her to my no. house in the Hamptons. It's exhausting. <laughs> Ramona is so weird about like, like as we saw last season when, you know, Leah wanted to bring her sister, it's like, it's gotta be just the group and only the group can, you know? And so like, right. I just don't see Ramona being the one who's like, yeah, let's bring in this random person that was once on the show. And, you know, I was talking about the drugs that Luann did. Like it, this was produced for sure. I oh, feel absolutely. like Heather was hustling for herself to get back on because she was on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, for a minute yeah. there, we thought she was going to have this announcement of yeah, oh, she literally said, yeah. She literally <laughs> yes, said, I, I have that. a huge announcement that's coming that. and going to be announced on Watch What Happens Live, and it was her podcast. Yeah, I've I mean, totally which, forgot about that. Yeah. So and on me, that similar yeah. note, Alec Baldwin and Amaria oh, also did the same thing today. They were like, huge announcement. We have a podcast. Yeah. And they're titling it What's One More. I'm like, it should have been How Do You Say um, Cucumber, but yeah. also these days. Is it, no, it should have been Is It Hilaria, Ilaria, Hilaria, yeah. Hillary. Right. No, it should have been like Hilaria, as in like, as in like yeah. hilarious conversation. Yeah. Now, I, I wonder, you know, so now I, I don't, this phrase is a little, um, I'm, I should think of a better metaphor for this, but I'm going to use it just for now. You know, the phrase like, if if you like drive long enough or something like that, a cop will pull you over. Like, uh, or like if the cop tail if if a cop car tails you long enough, you'll get yeah, pulled. They'll over. find a reason to pull you over. Yeah. Once again, I would like to not use cop analogies, but like I'm trying to think of another version of that. But um, but I feel like with them, like I'm applying that to this because like podcasts, like it's a lot of dialogue, and for someone to have to keep up like this, like facade that she's been working on for so long like she's gonna something's gonna happen like there's no We're way about Alaria yeah. or Heather Alaria no, there's no way that okay. on a podcast when she uh, after a hundred episodes that there's nothing in those <laughs> podcast episodes that is gonna be like where the accent drops don't you think she talks about being raised in Connecticut right you know, like, like, she's, like there's so many holes in her story there's no yeah. way she can like skate by all of them <laughs> where does where do they live in the city new york, yeah. new york. They, i used so i used to work at a gym um down on astor place uh and broadway uh down in uh the village and they live on university place i don't mean to dox them but they live on <laughs> university place uh i won't give the exact cross street but i literally know their apartment building because i would see them i would see her um and him walking like the dog and pushing the stroller like once a week when I would walk to work in the mornings. How many strollers were they pushing at this point? Well, I mean, they... the, at that point, I think there was just two of them. Okay. Because how okay. many kids are there now? Six, five? I, I can't keep up. I don't know. No clue. I have no idea. I no, do. Say. No, I asked because <laughs> Tom. That's amazing. <laughs> you really I'm laughing at yourself there. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's what I do. <laughs> it makes you feel, it makes I you feel better because it's like she would be an iconic friend of oh she would i was actually hoping mm. they would somehow do a reality show kind of for the same thing you said tom like there's no way they could keep this up so i kind of want to see the walls crumble on tv and it's i just feel like on a podcast you could say like cut that part out you know like there right. is a, maybe a little bit more control that's true but on a reality show, and if it's another network doing it, oh God, it, could you like, could you imagine her and like Ramona, no. like hanging out? Oh my God, it'd Absolutely be amazing. Not. And oh, Leah just wow. calling her out in front of everybody. It'd be so, oh God, it'd be so amazing. 
Oh, wow. I really need this. Maybe I'm going to be listening to the podcast. I've convinced myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, wait. So so let's talk about the lighter parts of this uh, Roni episode. Because the end was frightening, but I actually had fun until the last, you know, 15 minutes. I thought we were, like, yeah. having quite the, the, the time with, with our ladies. I love... Has has anyone here done a, na- a naked painting class? No. no we did... Uh... <laughs> was it vino van gogh that was like the rage where you do like a happy hour where you'd paint like a picture with like butterflies that's about as close as i've gotten to that i think what would be fun is in like a post-vax world um if all of the bravo accounts hired that man wait can we hire bolo instead i was gonna say i'd rather have bolo (laughs) you can well we could put we could just print a picture of bolo we don't even we we know what it looks like (laughs) yeah we can get his news that's true we know what bolo looks like I, I just want to see if Bolo can paint with oh his God. third look. So funny you say this, okay? Okay, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, Kix and I were um, at a friend's apartment, and we they live in a nice uh, luxury building that has, like, an event space, like, in the first floor. And um, they were like, so apparently there's a 40th birthday party happening on that floor, and they're doing uh, nude painting. And we were like, oh, my God, that's, like, I've always wanted to do nude painting. Um, and so we go up to his roof and some of the people from the new painting had been up there and we were asking them about it and they were like, it was okay. I've been to better. And I was like, well, what was wrong with it? I was like, it's been to better. small. Like what was wrong? She was like, no, 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 no. Like, like his, he didn't like get his dick hard and like paint with his dick on the canvases or anything. And I'm like, wait, what? He, she also was like, <laughs> she said to later was like yeah there was no like interaction with us i'm like <laughs> so that's a real thing i was like no, kind of joking no. vanessa it's real so it's real i of course i always like to schmooze i was like so what's the company that you like you that, that you did that other thing with she's like oh yeah yeah i'll send it to you so she like dm'd me i have i have the company <laughs> and the company that she's talking about they were actually on an episode of married to medicine do you remember i don't know if y'all watch married to medicine but there was like two seasons ago, they did a painting party and it was that company. And the oh. guy would like come up and like paint like on your, he'll paint like on your arm and stuff with his hard dick. So do you think that they <laughs> hold the paintbrush and their dick in their hand? No, I think and they then dip, paint their dick, they dip and the paint. dick in the paint. Yeah, how are you going to hold What do you mean, kicks? Oh my God. Okay, what I meant was like hand paint in it with the paintbrush, dick in hand with the paintbrush. No, no, I think you, we just but I see. You know what? Now that I've heard y'all's comments, dip the dick. Dip the dick. <laughs> Maybe the title of this episode. Of oh my god, Dive. I hope it is. Uh, I'm just like shocked. That the, like I would thought he was just being fun because like he kind of like knew he was on camera. Like when he made Sonia derobe him, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, and let's just give. Ramona a moment for her dancing and seducing of the singer like when she was like do you think these are his original songs and then she did her like shimmy I was just like she was like touching herself and then kept telling him how much his music touched her I think she said touch she a hundred times she looked and sounded like she was on ecstasy it was amazing I loved it it was I mean she was really and it was watching Leah that interaction was probably my favorite Leah moment yeah so far because there aren't that many let's be real but it was uh it was 
fun. To, I was fun to watch. That was well, because she was Leah was also like in the corner of the shot with the singer Alfredo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alfredo. Um, so you could see her being so. You could tell she was so uncomfortable. She's like, this man, don't love him, <laughs> but Ramona is in, sitting in front of me. Literally looks like she's on Molly or shrooms <laughs> because she's feeling herself yeah literally for someone who's never been to burning man i was like that was a very burning man like like two o'clock in the afternoon acid moment don't you think (laughs) (laughs) and i felt bad for this guy i thought he was a very handsome like older man an artsy guy and like i mean i'm not saying i want to be with him but just like like, like all these people yeah Yeah. sometimes these women i'm like y'all are 60 like like (laughs) like someone messaged us went to high school with him oh really no, I missed it. Oh went to God. high school yeah, with them. Messed, yeah, went to high school with Alfredo. No, not Alfredo. Sorry, oh. the painter. Oh, I was the like, pa- your listeners uh, are ancient. I know. I'm like, how old is this woman? Like, I mean, I know sometimes we get people who have grandkids that reach out like, to us, but this is... no, the new, the new. Oh, okay, yeah. But got I thought you meant Alfredo. I was like, it. we need to find I'm Alfredo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alfredo needs to play. You know, just at like my next party. I want, don't you, because, you know, in because of, like, licensing, you can't play music on, like, when they film reality shows. I wonder what, I, what would make it all so much funnier is if Ramona is like, did you write this song? And it's, like, a folk version of, like, um, like I don't know. like A super well-known song. Like, a Beatles yeah. song. A Shawn Mendes yeah. Or, like, Senorita. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what is this? Oh, no, not, Senorita, that was her dance, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But... That that would have been hilarious. I wonder what he was playing. I always don't you wish you had good video editing skills to do that? Oh my god, I know. Like to make that happen. <laughs> no, I'm thinking like, the, the, the No, Can I you don't. Do yeah, it too. You could do it. I could do Kicks it. Could do Actually, it. you could do it on like a TikTok or a reel because you would turn the original yeah. audio down and then put Senorita as the audio. You, lo- oh you lost gosh. me at hey, tick. I can't, I can't. I'm not good. <laughs> I'm not good at the talk or the real. I'll yeah. make it happen and I'll tag you guys in it. <laughs> okay, great. Great. Um, anything else about, oh, you know what? One other thing I want to talk about uh, New York uh, is this, this other feud that's happening about like, well, Leah and Ramona and the like sexual, the sex, sex positive stuff. And oh, oh my God! We also have to talk about the sex positive realization Ramona had, where she's like, "Sex positive? What's that?" And she's like, "I mean, I, Ramona, like asking why we want to cancel culture. Ramona, not like there's God. so many moments where I'm like, it, it's like a conversation with my mom. Like I like it feels very like when seniors text type mm-hmm. of thing. You know, like it just she doesn't get it. Yeah, and um, she was wasted." At that di- at the end of that dinner party, I don't think I've ever seen her that drunk on camera. Do you guys think so? I took a lot of those shots. Yeah, no, she was definitely shit. And Candace. Yeah. Red wine and tequila that shots. Was... That's true. That's like... a dangerous combination. Yeah, I, baby, I, I, that's yeah. my Friday night. That's like you know you know what that's a kicks combination. Really? Yes. <laughs> really? Tequila yeah. and red wine. That's her two favorite things. Not together. But like, do you would you take like a couple of tequila shots and then move on to red wine in the same night? Sure. Oh, oh yeah, God. she likes yeah. to go. We call it her journeys. Like when we're I, at. I a, like a journey. Yeah. <laughs> you have a drunk alter ego. I don't. Oh, yeah. It's more of like I like to if I'm going to be there. It's like let's just like do it big. It's like some like last summer when we were going to the beach. I was like. 
I'm on vacation. So I ordered like the stranger who was walking around with drinks in his cooler. I was like, I'll take one of those blue ones and then a warm gin in my <laughs> cooler. Famously, oh famous. I want to party with you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're, we're fun ones to go out with. Um, but uh, famously, we went to happy hour um, that turned into a late <laughs> dinner because we just kept drinking. Okay. And Kix yeah. had red wine, a hot tea. And then a tequila on the rocks after the hot tea. No, you're missing. You're missing something really important. What? It went red wine, aperol spritz, oh hot tea, Ew. A hot tea. <laughs> the hot tea really gets me. For some the reason. hot tea just because I thought we were going home. <laughs> do you get bad hangovers? Like, yeah, how, yeah, you do. I, I do. Yeah, I can't drink because so I've strayed a hundred percent away from beer because it gives me the worst hangovers in the world for some reason it makes me so intoxicated i don't know if it's like college yeah just kicks just like smell. rages through my i bones. can't take a shot and i took shots all the time in college like you could literally give me water in a shot glass and i just naturally just like it comes up <laughs> oh, it's, i'm really? kind of dainty about it though like vanessa one time let <laughs> vanessa love shots and so sometimes I, I will shots, take so. one if I know a trash can's nearby and I'm just like, boop, and then we like go on our way. She did that recently when we were together. Like there's a trash can on a street corner. She just vommed a little bit in it. I was right. kind of stalking y'all's Vegas trip that you did recently. Oh my God, that was so <laughs> We're shit face. It was really bad. I want to go out with y'all. Y'all seem like a good time. It's like, well, we, yeah. it's kind of like you kicks. Like if we're going to go out and like, we're in Vegas, like, and we don't have kids with us, like we're going out. Um, so when we in Bravo, like we'll be in New York for BravoCon. Hopefully we'll all be able to get tickets because it's kind of a mess, but, um, we can all be together and then you will, we'll all get really drunk. I don't know if I can I'll do the same drink sequence as drink. you, but like. Okay. Sure. Well, as long know. as you put a it's hot not... tea in the middle, you'll be good. Yeah, I'm good with the hot tea. <laughs> I have a drunk alter ego though, and so does. Okay, Vanessa. what's her name? What what are both of their names? Well, mine is Gail, because um, my name's Abigail, <laughs> oh. and Gail is like she's a shit disturber, a troublemaker, um, doesn't turn down a dare. She's she's kind of wild. Okay, I Gail. love yeah. Gail. Yeah. She's fun. Vanessa. What about you? I'm Ludi, which is my first name actually. Okay. Vanessa's my middle name, but. Ludi and Ludi's reputation is she likes to have a good time. Uh, may get in a verbal altercation. Yes. <laughs> always, always Girl, gets in a verbal fight. altercation. Please give it to me. <laughs> Not all the time. Hasn't happened. Like I, I Ludi has told um, a man to get a bigger dick. Um, so you also happened. like to be bathroom usually therapist. Like if you see a girl oh, crying yes. in the there's bathroom. lots of it's like yeah, oh, very classic. nice to the girls. That's a classic me bit. moment. I always make friends in the weirdest places when, when the drinks. Yeah. Hit. The bathroom always make friends. I'm also a little mischievous as well. Y'all oh, need to come to oh. New York. We need to take you to the gay bars. Oh my God. We would love it. There used to be the best gay bar here in St. Louis and it closed. And we literally had like one cause it's the Midwest. There's, <laughs> there's only, there's no gay bars in St. Louis. Well, there's a few, there's like an area now called the Grove that is like, it's not like a designated gay bar, but it's yeah. like very everything's very gay friendly. It's mostly like where gay. the gay people hang out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The gays will take over any space and make it their own. Well, That's what they, we do. But they make it better. Like if you look around yeah. St. Louis, they like took over these areas and like they like made it really fun and nice. And someone's gonna come at me and say I'm stereotyping. So I'm sorry, but no. it's just how it I mean, I, I'm gay and I'm here in the chat. Yeah. So that that, that then, negates it. 
and then they like made it better. And then like every, like all the heteros move in and like, okay, well now we'll move on to the next neighborhood. And they're just like beautifying mm. all of St. Louis city for us. <laughs> and I really appreciate it. Honestly, gay rights, happy pride month. Yes. Yeah. Happy pride. Well, Andy <laughs> Cohen is sleeping on an opportunity to open a gay bar in St. Louis. That's his hometown. I know. Well, he is like kind of weird about the St. Louis thing. Like he loves it when it like makes him like relatable, but I've heard people will like see him at something and they'll be like, Oh my God, what high school did you go to? And he's like, I hate ask being asked that. That's like a very St. Louis thing. Like people ask what high school you went to. And so I've heard he can be kind of like weird to St. Louisans. Oh, I don't like that at all. I know, but let's just pretend like he's nice okay. to everyone. We won't. Yeah. Okay. Cause he's um, kind of like our God. Well, let's just move on to BH ladies. Uh, yes. Y'all. Oh my gosh. The yes. name I'm on ev- dance. I'm so excited. the name on everybody's lips is Kathy Hilton. Every- <laughs> Kathy. Kathy. Thank you, Vanessa, for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was great, Vanessa. <laughs> Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. What 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 do we okay. do with a girl named Kathy? I so the the Red Bull and the crackers and the newspapers in bed gave me so much joy. I've rewatched it quite a few times. She just didn't give a okay. fuck. Kyle's like, I go to bed early. She's like, that's nice. As she just keeps reading the newspaper. Like, I just love that she is just in her own little world and does not care. I'm waiting for the moment because her she's come out as as a blind person, essentially. And <laughs> I, I can't wait until she at one point just headbutts a camera. Like, I feel like she's going to just like she walk into right a camera. Yeah. She's like, I, I can't see. She's like looking at the cameraman. They're like, oh my God, you don't I feel like do she's going to like walk into the camera thinking it's someone. <laughs> okay, I have some controversial opinions. What? I'm finding that I'm not believing her shtick. What? No. Why? I feel that's a lot of effort to act like that though, right? Why? Okay, but it's like a lit. Okay, I think that she's a little phony. What? <laughs> this is wild. I... Okay, no, here's the thing is because Tom, like you said, it's like she in the Paris documentary was so different. And so it's like, well, maybe this is like true Kath, true little Kath. Because she's little, Kath, uh-huh. right? I just feel like it's a little, like, too much that it's becoming confusing to me if this is actually who she is. That's an interesting take, because my take with her is, to me, she just is like someone who's so rich where everything's handed to them. Like, she would never have grabbed that. Rep. Someone would have brought her what she wanted to drink, mm-hmm. and she didn't realize. Like, I pictured this woman living like an everyday person and she's so used to be she's so rich that everyone gives her everything that she's on her own kind of I mean not really simple life but kind of like she's so like in her own little bubble that's how I kind of interpret her I just I'm fine I'm enjoying her a lot I just am like I'm not buying the whole thing well Vanessa said it earlier I think it would take so much effort for her to be this kooky like like, she's way too old to put an effort to try and stay up all night drinking a Red Bull. And well, and carry around a fan and all the pillows. Like, that yeah. seemed like it was a lot of effort, too. It's a lot of effort. Going from room I mean, to room. I, bottoms up, though, I'm all about that. the effort that went into that. We are oh we are idiots. Why do we not bottoms up on, of the season. Why do we not bottoms up on the chat? We should have done that. Oh, we should have done that in the beginning. We can do oh, it now. Gee. Well, I know, but I don't have alcohol so, now. But... I don't eat. I have water, but they drink water. Oh, that's on okay. <laughs> Cheers. Bottoms <laughs> up. Bottoms up. 
Okay, but how disappointed were you when you found out? Like, I knew when Rena. So disappointed. But when they were like, it truly was a prank. Because at first I thought Kathy really did down that martini. And I'm like, she is my queen. She is everything. Well, because we are so involved in social media as podcast people, I knew it was water. Because what someone posted it. <laughs> I was naive. I would Dorit gave a Dorit gave a good performance. She did. Like she had a, the facial reactions is what got Erica's me. Erica's face killed me when she was like, when she like does that quick turn and she just like <laughs> looks at. She's like, what? <laughs> I can't remember what account posted it, but some account like zoomed in on like the next. It was week Larry. On. Bravo by Gaze. Okay. Wow. <laughs> and zoomed in on a text message that was like, it's water. And I was like, well, I'm glad I didn't see that because it made it that much more fun for me. Um, I, I, I don't know. I just loved everything about the episode. I think Kathy brings like a, a levity and just like a goofy humor that this group needs. And I think in some ways it's going to kind of tie some of them in together. And it doesn't seem like Kathy gets mad. Like when, Garcelle was saying like Paris was annoying at events. Kathy was just like, oh, do you want to tell her why she was always on her phone? She wasn't like, don't say that about my daughter who was uncomfortable at social events. She just, I don't know. I think she's going to bring some of these women together. Yeah. I mean, she, look, granted, this is also the woman that, that we've yeah, since I mean, learned that sent Paris to a camp, a, ju- like a away in the middle camp. of the night. I, mean, I, know. I have to like, that's what I mean. It's like, okay, so I get that she, because there is a, so the alternatively, it's like Kyle is not weirded out by her antics. So like, yes, this is a little bit authentic. I'm just like, I don't but look know. at Kim. I mean, Kim was just even when she was sober was just as like kooky. Yeah, yeah. And Kim and Kathy were always closer. Yeah, right? they're like they're closer in age too. And then there's like a bigger gap with Kyle. So I just feel like I could. I don't know. I feel like there's a language. There's a language yeah. the two of them share. Yeah, I think (laughs) a kooky dialogue. I think the only two of them can like understand a back and forth and also cause a lot younger than all of them. Yeah, she is right. I think she's not. It's she said she's nine years different. That's a big gap. Huge gap. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's almost a decade. Yeah. What? Um. How old are um y'all's children? Like in in age apart. So my daughter, Mia, is three, and then my youngest daughter, Camila, is 10 months old. Oh, congrats. She's so cute. Uh, And then I have two boys, one that is four and one that is two. Oh, great. Yeah, Tom and I are three years apart, which we, I've always loved, because we were, like, able to go to school, high school together. And then just for a year. everything else. Yeah, just for one year. Yeah. So it was like fun. That's like a really good yeah. gap. So my kids are actually 16 months apart. So they're like super close in age. And that's mm-hmm. fun because they're really close. But I keep thinking like high school is going to be really weird because they're going to share some circle of friends. And I feel mm-hmm. like that would be yeah. kind of awkward. And like my sister and I were two and a half years apart. And it was like nice because we were never at the same parties. But I know my friends who had like siblings closer in age. It was a weird dynamic when your sister you know like for some of these like a sister a friend of mine was dating like her older brother's like friend like it just is a weird weird setup and i feel like with a three-year gap you don't have that as much which is nice less competitive kicks would you like to uh enter enter in that did you date all of his friends 
<laughs> no, um, all of his guy friends were gay, but um, I did steal all of them. Yeah, like she's friends with all my friends. Notoriously, <laughs> I she's always the favorite. Oh, of your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I yeah. hold my own, but I'm just saying that they're always like, this kid's coming. <laughs> well, okay, while we're talking about moms, I just want to say to the two of you, doing a podcast is hard on its own. I don't know how you're doing a podcast that is so successful and being moms at the same time. So I applaud you for that. And on top of that, um, being a mom is moms are superheroes and you are moms in a global pandemic. So oh God, you, 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 y'all deserve a huge cheers and a, a huge bottoms up for Another being rock star moms. Oh, yeah. you're like, you're leg- <laughs> I'm like legit going to start crying. This is what, <laughs> I this mean is it. like what happens when people like compliment you as a mom but no thank you it has been i really um, mean it i'm not just really nice. i really mean it because yeah. i don't know yeah, how really, really nice. I, I was just sitting alone in this room here for the past <laughs> forever but like y'all were that having to amazing like at times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when people are like i'm so bored i'm like oh, i would kill to be bored I'm oh like, my God, i get so bad at i'm doing like virtual like, preschool other. and working and trying God. to figure out yeah. how to like make things because like kids it was like weird at their age like they didn't really know what was going on and like yeah. we tried not to talk about it but then it's like parks are closed the zoo's closed like the pool's closed and it's right. summer like it was weird to explain to kids like oh no we can't do all these things so you would just try to find like a way to make a blow-up pool in your backyard fun and it was i think it, like i'm honestly i like i can't wait in 10 years to ask my kids what they remember and it's probably just gonna be yeah. we were always home and they'll probably love it yeah but i also am like how cool would it have been to be like in high school when this was happening and not have to go to school so but i think fun. a lot of them hated it like my neighbor she i think they hated yeah, it yeah but i would have like snuck out and still hung out with my friends because i was like 16 <laughs> and thought i was invincible and like i don't think right you know, like i don't yeah. think 16 year olds were like worried about getting it <laughs> absolutely not they think they're invincible no. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm sure like 21 year olds like in college probably felt the same like 20 year olds but then it's like it it like breaks my heart when people like they miss their prom yeah. and like yeah. and graduation and all yeah. that yeah, or even graduation. like freshman in college like some universities had it where like you couldn't hang out in other dorms besides your own like that would be kind of sad not yeah. to like if you had friends yeah. in another dorm like that was like the highlight was getting or if you were like, in an all boys dorm and you wanted yeah. to meet a girl or or if yeah, or for me I, yeah. in all boys yeah, that that yeah <laughs> um well i know i just wanted to take a moment because we're talking about moms and and i mean that um yes but uh that was a hot take what is your other hot take kicks you said you have two don't you or is that the only one no i just said i have hot takes oh is that it what are your thoughts on sutton let's talk about okay so okay so what i one thing i am gonna say about sutton and i'm not defending her her actions i do I, there was a moment where I was like, I know that being that person is not fun. The prank situation, I understand when you're the one left out of a joke. Like, I, 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 I can see, I could see myself getting a little like, like, frazzled, frazzled. being the one left out of the joke. Granted, the reason she was left out of the joke, which they're not doing a good job of trying to tell her, is like we kept asking you if you wanted a martini, like wink, wink. Yeah, and you kept like you saying no. Yeah, and you yeah. could have been a part of it, but you weren't. So I, I got that part of it, but that's 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 all I care about with her. But the the rest of it, it's it's we talked about it a bit uh, last week, and she just continues to be the that that person that person who might have been vo- voted red in their past and 
made the right decision and voted uh, for Biden Harris this year. And now that's, that's it. I did it. They're I like, fixed it. I did yeah. it. Like they literally like, yeah, they're washing I, their I, hands I, of everything. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, well, you, that's the, literally the bare minimum. Like voting is a, is our right as Americans. And like, that's the bare minimum. Okay. So you, you voted for the person that's going to like, like the, you voted for the better option in my, in my opinion. And, but like, there's so much more that needs to get done, you know? And like, and I, I was screaming at the television the whole time. Like what Sutton's not understanding is when you say you do not see color, what you're saying is you don't see her. That's it. Like, that's why you can't say I don't yeah. see color because what you're saying is you don't see these people for who they are and you don't, you're not appreciating their culture and like their existence, their it's history, just, their trauma. Yeah. It's whitewashing. Yeah, it's, it's whitewashing the whole situation. And that I think that's really what it is. You know, it's like you're saying that I don't like to talk about racism is such a privilege that, I don't think she'll ever understand. No. Well, and there's so much beauty. I think there's when she was talking about the color, like it's not negative. Like yeah. I celebrate my color. I'm proud to be Afro Latina. I'm proud to be brown. Like it can be it's celebrated. There's the reason why we want to talk about it is so much more so to celebrate the beauty in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I don't know. I it she ugh, she just. You know, I'm one of those people pre-season. I was like, Sutton, get a diamond. Oh, me too, me too. Yeah, same. And I'm on the train, and now I'm kind of like, ooh, I was really on that train. And now I'm like, I don't know. But again, I think people can evolve. I think the statement's a start. I think the fact that Crystal responded to it. I don't know that they're going to be best friends, but I hope it's just like a learning moment. And I don't know. I think Crystal's like, I'm fucking stuck in this house with people I don't know. I would want to jump out a window. And now yeah. I now I went head to head with a white Karen that I also don't know. Oh, try to <laughs> paint herself as a victim because she's from the South, yeah. which I was. And oh the, it's God. the white tears that yeah. it's just like, yeah. could you be any more well, textbook definition? You guys are from like, Texas, which on. is considered the South. We're for, I'm I'm from Missouri, which with all the LA Kempers. Uh, stuff everyone keeps saying that this is the deep south st louis is not the deep south everyone no but we are maybe <laughs> texas southern... thinks they're deep south and we're not even the deep yeah south either. like yeah. i think alabama yeah, no. you know like yeah mississippi, mississippi like that's deep yeah. south but i like growing up in the southern midwest you know i never i don't well, think of everyone well, from the I... south as racist i do i think there are parts of the south where they believe the civil war is still going on Yes, because on road trips down to Florida, we stopped at a gas station in those towns in Alabama and Mississippi. Do I think all of Alabama and Mississippi is that way? No, I'm sure. I'm like, I'm not. I don't think people from the South uh, are judged. From driving through it. Yeah. The highways (laughs) and adjacent. Yeah. I mean, you can you can tell that like if somebody says to me, I'm from Mississippi, I don't automatically assume that they're a racist. And I just don't think. I just like I don't get why she's trying to like get sympathy for that when like someone else is like obviously like clearly growing up Asian she has experienced racism and aggression towards her just simply for the way she looks. No one by looking at Sutton is going to say anything negative about her. And just no, and I mean I think a lot of it is internalized racism whether she wants to acknowledge it or not and biases. And I think the thing that I think people need to get past, and I'm glad we're talking about it and. Uh, from housewives of all things but just because someone is going to tell you something that you've done is racist 
doesn't necessarily mean you are racist. Like, I think there's such a weird, I don't even want to say stigma because it's, it's not that, that's not the word, but you know, you say racist and people are like, oh my God, like what the fuck? And it's like, instead of listening to the why behind it, why is she thinking your behavior is that way? Um, and, and learning from it. But I, I do feel like Sutton, whether she would want to admit it or not, probably has a lot of implicit biases and has internalized racism. And I mean, if she's aware of it and works on herself, like, like all of us, you can change and grow. Yeah. Right. Because I think what she's thinking is that it's either you are a white supremacist or you are um, yeah yeah like perfect yeah, ally n- no racist tendencies ally with a capital a like just the best person in the world like th- white people gr- exist throughout those two separate Spectrum. yeah spectrums thank you and because it's like internal bias just growing up wherever you live, whether it's the South, whether it's the North, whether it's the East, what, you know, it's like just as it's white privilege. And so, and it, it exists on a spectrum and no one, there are people that are incredibly white supremacists, but you know, it's like, no one's ever going to be the perfect. I'm on mute. You can picture. No, you're not. <laughs> oh, I'm not. That was amazing. Though. I loved it. Wait, that's not good. You know, though. It's like, I mean, I've been recording <laughs> on my. That's weird though, because I've been my things moving, well, and I just muted. So my what? Thing. So what I'm saying is that I think Sutton pictures her ideal. She's like, I'm great. I'm the best. I'm not racist. I don't see color. And it's like, no, no, no. Like, you need to take a step back and realize you are either. You are not either this or that. Like you can say something that is racist and not be racist, like you were saying, Vanessa. Absolutely, no, I a hundred percent agree. And oh, well, Sutton her, girl, I'm rude. Her intent too. Like I think, like I'm sure, if somebody went back, honestly, even and listened to every single podcast we said, I can't guarantee that I haven't said something that could be like triggering or that somebody might be offended by because you just no one is that perfect. But my intent right. would never be to do that. However, I would be op- like open to hearing how maybe something I said was problematic or hurtful so that I can make sure that I one, understand it, learn from it and don't repeat it. And I think, you know, Sutton didn't even give Crystal the chance because Crystal was trying to explain why, cause she was like, the, the means that you don't want to know my culture. And like, you're kind of dismissing me when you say you don't see color. And it's like Sutton just shut it down and was like crying. I was like, oh, we can't talk about this. And right. She was like, that's not my intention. That's not my intention. And it's like, well, that's what you said. And this is how Crystal was feeling. So you need to take that as facts because that's her lived experience. Mm-hmm. I just to, like, I, cause I'm like, was so team Sutton in the beginning that I keep like being like, all right, we're going to turn a corner. She's going to make this better. And even though it's like watching the Titanic, like, you know, the ship, like in the movie, you know, they're going to hit the iceberg, but there's this part of you in the back of your head. That's like, Oh, start turning now. If you turn now, you'll miss it. Like, you know, what's going to happen. And even in the car, when the two of them were talking about their dads, I'm like, Oh my gosh, maybe this is like the moment where they bond and they realize they have more in common. And I just like, I'm like rooting for them to be friends for some odd reason, even though I know it won't. 
And we know that they continue to blow up because we've seen the previous. The leather pants. We haven't got yeah. the, the leather no, pants Abby, yet. I totally agree. Tom, you are still on. Now, I, now I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the leather pants. We haven't got yes. the leather pants oh my God. yet. Oh, God. Now, something I have to laugh so hard about. We Last week's episode we were talking about Beverly Hills. We took just the longest amount of time talking about how um, Sutton has the, the smallest um, legs that uh, of, of, it, like, of, in, of the human race. They're so like, tiny. They're so I mean, small. And literally, I've literally. screamed when it happened this week when Crystal hits her, kicks her in the car, which once again, I can't believe <laughs> like, something. Like, no one has yeah. ever kicked me like that before. Yeah. Um, it's like no one's ever kicked you under a desk right. in high school being like, but, do you look that boy, that girl is looking at right. you. Right. And they cut to the interview and she goes, I have really tiny legs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, we were just talking about this. She's the, she has the smallest legs of all time. Our guest Megan Gailey, she was saying it too. She was like, she was like, think in your head. We're watching a television show. So if those legs look that small on a television show, what in God's green earth do they look like standing right in front of you? <laughs> honestly, honestly BravoCon hopefully like, we'll find out. Picks. I honestly imagine it to be like my wrist. Like if I yeah. like looking at my wrist. I would imagine those are Sutton's legs. Yeah. At BravoCon like, on stage, she's going to look like just like a little floating ghost because you won't yeah. be able to see her legs. <laughs> when I look at my legs, I'm like, oh, she has half of my leg <laughs> on one. Like my my single leg is two of her. <laughs> I've never thought this much about her legs. They're, I've noticed they're gonna, very skinny. <laughs> this is going to be the rabbit hole I go down now. Uh, yes, like, Just it will looking be. at all the pictures on her Instagram page of her legs. Just, Honestly, again, work. She also dresses her body incredibly mm-hmm. well. You know, she because she Lady is... Lady Spongebob. Yeah. Oh, I... <laughs> she does wear things that are awfully boxy, and I think it is to, like, distract from how petite and tiny she is. Not saying, like, I don't think she has a problem or anything like that. I think no, she's no, no, a no. naturally thin person. Um, yeah. But I think she does try to dress to make herself not look quite as petite. But she has money, yeah. so she can do whatever the fuck yeah. she wants. Never so, like- <laughs> forget her first episode on Beverly Hills last season where she took Lisa Renner to that Dolce & Gabbana oh. store, and she had that weird, like, mesh top, like, with it, like, <laughs> cut off. <laughs> well, and let's not forget the slippers, the oh, $2,000 yeah. slippers. Those were oh. terrible. Thank God, Vanessa, you brought that up. Those are so ugly. holy shit. They're hideous. Also, $2,000, that's... Hmm. So much rent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's daycare. I was gonna say that's a month of daycare. I mean, but like honestly, too, like for two thousand dollars, I don't know. Like, I mean, let's think about like the best slipper you've ever worn. Like my, I do like fresh UGG slippers. I know UGGs are chuggy, oh, but like God, fresh that's... UGG slippers. No, no, no. How ch- dare you say chuggy? Oh, I'm chuggy and proud. I embrace it. Like chuggy. Yeah, I'm, I'm a chug, I'm a chug, and I love it, and I'm okay with it. Okay, I think UGG is great quality. Maybe I'm showing my chugginess. <laughs> but like, I am a but, fresh, um, brand new pair of UGGs. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you put your feet in, and it is like mm-hmm. heavenly. I mean, I've never those had are like, an UGG. You, oh, you need a pair oh, of UGGs. Oh, the male, oh, the men ones are nice. Yeah. Okay. They're really nice. So, like, treat yourself. You want to buy that for me for my birthday? There you go. No. But they're like $120-ish. So I'm thinking, yeah, not, yeah. what would a $2,000 pair? I don't think it can be like exponentially that much better that it's actually worth right. it. Is it like children's tears yeah. on a bed of like 
the best sheep on the top of a mountain from like, like a virgin skin. goat that like has never had anything beyond like organic non you know genetically modified <laughs> i don't know and and she's also putting another accessory on that's going to make her legs look even smaller like <laughs> <laughs> we're back at the legs again like because now tom tom no i'm so glad you brought that up because they are the size of a watermelon her slippers i mean they're huge and fuzzy and confusing yeah. so satin is epitome though i feel like of having access and brand name like she's a complete brand whore yeah like Completely. she likes that those were a conversation piece and that they do cost two thousand dollars and that she can get you wear them. those to be noticed right. it's not like these aren't slippers right. that you're gonna maybe be like i could probably casually get away with wearing these to like a coffee shop on a saturday morning like those are truly like just a girls weekend pair of slippers to get noticed yeah. Right, because she's probably the person that's like, she wears the crazy clothes because she's like, they're a conversation piece. Like you were saying, Vanessa, it's like, yeah, I'm wearing these because I want people to talk about them. That's okay. Oh, it reminds talking. me of like middle school. Yeah. Remember like yeah. middle school, like everyone wanted, you know, it was a big deal to have the big brands. That's kind of how I feel like Sutton is still going she's through She's like that. wearing the Doc Martens. <laughs> higher yeah. elevated. Yeah, Doc Martens were all the rage in middle look, school for me. Look who's laughing! They 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 had a second They're second back. you know coming in like what a couple of years ago they were the rage again like the yeah, Doc Martin boots around. you know. Um, let's see. I, I think that the, the only thing I want to say about the like prank bottoms up of it all, there's nothing. I I've been loving all these episodes until like bottoms up became a storyline of drama i was like this is the most beverly hill i, I was like and we're back <laughs> creating a storyline out of a prank i'm like this isn't a storyline y'all like and they're trying to like let's talk it out and i'm like y'all no let sutton go to bed what out? and then yeah what out? i don't even understand like what there is to fight about but i'm anxious to, did we all see the preview for next week where where crystal's like you came into my room and i was naked you just like walked in and she was crystal was like that was creepy <laughs> that's weird but i do think it's funny because kathy did that to sutton oh. she was naked sutton was naked and <laughs> kathy just walked in maybe these doors are just really well insulated and you can't hear like the knocking i mean i was like this is i've been lived in a sorority I'm, or living with all girls i'm okay, like oh this same. is like another day I, like, but you, i was so. also 19 that's true not i feel like i'd be like, hearing about it now though like honestly like if somebody like walked in my room and i was naked i'd be like oh whoops well who hasn't seen a naked body you know i feel like that's motherhood that puts, yeah like, it is it once i see your vagina once people see your vagina that's like true. strangers like nurses i'm like i don't give a fuck yeah, if you guys yeah. Just for listeners at home, uh, Abby and Vanessa have been naked for the entire recording. Yeah. It's, it's yes. what we do. We have tassels on. Yeah. Them. I'm wearing a Ramona Burning Man outfit right now. And right, yes. you're listening to Alfredo's music. Yes. I'm, I'm touched by the music. Just... Wait, okay. So Abby, Vanessa, I, how are you guys feeling about Crystal overall? Like, how do we love her is what I mean. I was like, I love her. I love that she's shady and kind of snobby in a very much a Beverly Hills way that it's like, I love it. She just, I love her snobbiness. Yeah. We talked about this on our podcast. I think she's great. Um, She's really interesting, but she's like snobby in a likable way, which yeah. I, I enjoy. I, she's there's a lot. She's a good housewife to yeah. me. You know, she's like the housewife that I love of like funny relatable 
relatable, I guess. I, I can't relate to her because I'm not, I'm so poor compared to her life. But you know what I mean? It's like she's, you could have a conversation with her and it would be wonderful and easy. And But don't you want to know more just, about her though? Like how did yeah, she go yeah. from being who she was a phone operator a phone operator yeah like i was like you know she's a phone operator for an escort service to meeting this high-powered director because he was successful when they met it wasn't like i mean i don't Mm. think he had done the lion king yet but it wasn't like he went from doing you know an independent like film on his own to the lion king like he was pretty successful yeah he had probably when the lion king came out like 99 i would assume he may have just like 94 94 it was the first yeah, movie I, it was the first movie i saw we're in like in middle school really yeah it was the first one you saw in the theater mm-hmm. oh my god that's so cool i was a little baby yeah. i was one i no, was in weren't. third grade you were one yeah it was yeah. oh, oh my god. god i was nine <laughs> I'd already been to yeah, movie I was because I, I sang in third grade choir. Just can't wait to be king. I had the solo part. Oh, you did? Um, wow, Vanessa. Yeah, this is a Lion King is a huge Whoa. part of my adolescence, and it was in 1994. Wait. And I had a half top pony and felt <laughs> myself. I need a picture. In that there's got to be. Go talk to your mom. There's yeah. oh, there's picture definitely a that's picture. running around the, the internet right now of this mom saying that her daughter <laughs> wanted a cake, a Lion King cake, but she specifically wanted the moment when uh, Mufasa died. <laughs> because he'll be sad and nobody will eat the cake. I loved that. I mean, that went viral and it was amazing. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> Wait, one other- It's just so like pure childhood of like, that's what yeah. I want. Well, and like- And I don't see the and problem And as a mom, it. you're like, okay, I guess I'm good. Like- this is what you do for your figure kids. This you, out. Yeah. you figure out a way to get them a cake of when Mufasa died. And that's just all you do. I also have to say for me, Lion King was like very pivotal in my life too, because I, um, at the young age of seven, realized that Jonathan Taylor Thomas and I had the same birthday. And for some reason, I JTT. thought that JTT and he was hot then. Like he was not JTT. Home improvement was big. Yeah. Then he got the Lion King. But like, I don't know why, but I was like convinced that Matt, we were going to get married, and I literally mm. believed I was going to marry Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Um, it's crazy, listeners, because Abby is married yeah, to Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I think <laughs> and she's naked. And I'm naked <laughs> with my titty tassels. I think he's like a closeted gay. Like, he hasn't come forward and said that he's out, but, like, there's been a lot of speculation. Talk about iconic. That would be crazy? I- that would be iconic. Yeah. That would be that would be a really good Happy Pride uh, gift this year. You should come JTT out right now. Gay. Like, he's so – I think he's still good-looking, but – yeah, so the Lion King, like I just thought he was amazing when he got that. He went on the Lion King. He was Simba. the young, yeah, he was Simba. Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I had no idea. Wow, Vanessa. the more you know. You were just too the in love with you... the handsome brothers. Oof. That was Vanessa's. I was, I was a huge Hanson fan, and then quickly <laughs> fell out of that. Hanson was just like a. Li- I'm, I don't mean to like make y'all feel old. It was. It was just like a. Cu- it was. I was just like a couple years too young. For yeah. Hansen. like yeah. because no, like, culture moves so fast when you're young so like like i was just like two years too young to like really get into the hansen you know thing no i was a diehard hansen fan met them a couple times oh. like legitimately thought Ooh. i was going to marry taylor hansen sure. like from the years of 1997 to 2000 19 yeah no. i was gonna say 2002 <laughs> 2002 i was like pretty in it like ultimate teeny bopper 
like had the posters all over my wall, um, recorded like all their appearances, like die hard. Wait, I had to look up Jonathan Taylor Thomas because I could not put a face to his name, but what? I know exactly oh who this man is. Okay, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. I'm not trying to make you feel yeah. Oh my God. No, I know who this man is. Child is. Yeah. He's in everything. <laughs> well, anyhow. He is in everything. Like growing up, he was to... in everything. Literally. Yes. yes. I was a Devin Sawa. I never liked him. What about him. Andrew he Keegan? To... He was pretty hot back he then. He went to Harvard. Harvard. Yeah, he did go to Harvard. Yeah. yeah. Devin very... Sawa in um, Casper. Oh. Everything. Oh, for me, it was Little Giants. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, a good Little one, Giants too. Little Giants is good, too. Yeah. Okay. The 1996 Pinocchio is a horror movie, but he was in that. Okay. I probably wasn't allowed to watch it. I feel like that was probably within, like, I'm gonna go down a JTT yeah. rabbit hole. My parents Thanks. were like, like, I grew up very Catholic and they were very conservative. So like, I wasn't even allowed to watch stuff beyond like the Disney channel when it was like very, like kind of like G rated programming until I was in like middle school. Wow. And then I started sneaking out to watch friends at my friend's houses. Well, there you go. Oh, did I you watch so the reunion? <laughs> I did, yeah. I still haven't I, watched it yet. I it was nostalgic for me. Like I, I loved seeing them all together. It wasn't quite like if you were like a diehard fan, it probably wasn't like quite what you would have wanted. But it was better than nothing. Like people who were complaining about it, I'm like, would you rather they not do one? Like it was right. It was better than nothing. It was good people, to see them all together. People, people love to hate complain things. About it. You know, know what I mean? So I and, do it to Bravo, but I try not to do it to everything in life. It's like okay, yeah. like I. Because I'm so invested in Bravo, it's like, and I will watch no matter what. I feel like I can nitpick every little scene, yeah. but I try not to do it with everything in life. So people don't think I'm just like a negative person that like critiques everything, but yeah. just Bravo. Negative well, yeah. um, I think this kind of brings us to the end of our, our, our chat. I mean, we, we've, we've touched on all the things that we never even knew we would. We touched on uh, uh, Hilaria Baldwin uh, and we touched JJT. on JJT, not JJT, JTT. <laughs> Don't forget oh, what J- we it know off. a JJT. No, we have a friend named Must- JJT. You do? Oh my yeah, god, yeah, I want yeah. I want to meet him now. I'll pretend like he's JTT. Uh, <laughs> don't forget what kicked it off. Mustard on watermelon. Mustard on oh, watermelon, god. baby. Shut yeah. up. Um, and dipping. What is it? Um, dick dipping. Dick dipping. Yeah. 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 D- I mean, dick pa- just a dick casual. I never realized how stupid I am until I talked about that. But sure. <laughs> that I wasn't gonna say it, but I'm happy you did. <laughs> I just am like picturing like an elephant's trunk holding a paintbrush. Like, is that like, I feel like that's what you were envisioning. The f- no. no, I was envisioning a hand. Oh, holding you, a paintbrush. We, we use that so many dick. times. Like the hand and the okay. dick are in the same hand and the paintbrush and the, yeah. It's like this. No. Like if she's holding onto the mic and it's yeah. like that. Like it's just, oh my God, I can't. Well, before we let y'all go, um, first of all, thank you guys so much for coming on. Um, and y'all uh, are such a riot. And I would really, really, really like to not just, I'm not just saying this, but um, go to a gay bar with the two of you. I oh think we yes. would have a nice time. Um, I want to see these alter egos make an appearance. They, I mean, oh, it doesn't take much. Asking you shows. <laughs> um, but before we let y'all go, um, can you just plug all your stuff? Yeah. So we are the Real Moms of Bravo on Instagram. And you can find our podcast, Real Moms of Bravo, anywhere where you're listening to this podcast right now. And then we do have a Patreon page as well, patreon.com backslash Real Moms of Bravo. Yeah, perfect. Um, and then you can follow me at the Tom Hamlet. You can follow Kicks. 
at Kicks Hamlet. That's spelled C I X. Yes, and then the podcast is at Dumpster Dive Pod, and we just launched a new logo that includes Kicks in it. It's very. Um, I love so. It's oh, very thank cute. you, thank you, thank yeah. you, thank you. So this episode will actually be the first episode that uh, has the new logo. So if it, it has, sometimes Apple Music doesn't update. So if you're listening on Apple, just maybe like refresh it a couple times. Um, or just squint your eyes. We had, Tom and I share the same face. Yeah, so we look very, very much the same. Um, and then uh, once again, our Patreon. Uh, we are covering Origins of Reality Television. Uh, we chat. We chatted the real world before. We're talking about season one of Flavor of Love and. Uh, and and in a couple of weeks, we're going to start talking about uh, America's Next Top Model. So now um, I'm thinking, God. as someone who's barely watched Laguna Beach, maybe that's something we should that, tackle. Yeah, we should tackle it a little bit. So oh, you should um, do that. But yeah. America's Next Top Model. Oh my God, I was Iconic. very invested in that as well. God, it's so yeah, good. So good. And um, so problematic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but uh, a free way to support both our podcast and Real Moms of Bravo is by rating five stars on Apple Music, subscribing, all those things. Um, and uh, everyone have a fantastic uh, rest of your night, day, or morning whenever you're listening to this. Uh, bye. Say bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.